Chin chin chin, huh. bitch. I'm hotter than a pepper and old mint. Huh. Big stepper, no skill, spit tip. One K ball, my bitch a new kilt. Huh. New skirt, ice skirt, big dress. Huh. New grills, 10K, big wrist. Diamonds dancing on my fist, no disc. Huh. Give me lips, rock band like kiss. Huh. Remember days, me and eggs hitting. How y'all doing? Welcome to Two Cents for Conversation. I'm your host VJ. Um. Long time no talk. I know it's a little harder for me to get to y'all nowadays, but ain't a lot has been happening anyway. World's barely opening back up. My hands be full with the little person. So, you know, it's a rare occasion. This is strictly as a hobby at this point. But um, I just feel like talking to y'all today. It's pretty quiet. I got a little free time. Um, so... And it's going to be a wild card of conversation. That's why I had like a random song. So today's DJ play was Faucet Failure by Ski Mask, the Slump God. It's a random song. My dude added it to the playlist, but it was funny. So I was like, all right, I'll roll with it. Nigga goes dumb flyer than a fucking ostrich. I don't owe the rights to that song, by the way. So don't sue me because I ain't got shit. But um, how y'all been? I've been good. Enjoying motherhood. I'll do a whole podcast on that maybe one day. I don't know. But I kind of want to keep that whole moment sacred in, in a sense. But um, let's jump into it. If you guys hear some noise in the background, don't worry about it. Nothing's crazy. It's just I'm doing something. Um, but um, let's get into it. So, I, I mean, it's not too crazy in the world, but there's there's a couple topics I want to talk about. So, where should I start? Um, Let's start with, so, y'all know I love my Meg Thee Stallion drama, my little hot button Meg. Um... She recently released a song called Thoughty Music. It's cool. No particular punchline except the punchline about her getting her degree, which I always salute. Um, I respect it tremendously. It was okay song. Not too many crazy rap punchlines. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like, I wish she had, like, way more punchlines. Like, she ain't, she does, that's the only, like, she's, She's good. Meg can rap her ass off like a mofo. But she just doesn't have any, like, punchline. Like, I don't know. Not to my ear, anyway. This is all opinion. Um, But she doesn't have, like, even, like, Nicki got punchlines that I like. And if y'all know me, I'm not the biggest Nicki fan. Well, I'm a fan of her mature work, I'll say that. But, like... But Nikki does a lot of word association, so punchlines come a little easier for her. But man, she just doesn't. She just doesn't have any like 
Like Cardi has punchlines. Cardi is Cardi B is funny. Like that's why I like Cardi B because she's funny in her rhymes. I don't give a damn if she writes her shit or not. Her shit is funny. Okay, she be doing her own little things. But like Meg Thee Stallion, she just be spitting and it's cool. And I guess it's respectable because you know you don't really hear like Cardi and Meg definitely do word association and punchlines the other girls they just be rapping you know nursery rhyme level low-key like sweetie and mulatto be low-key with the normal shit and then meg she really be spit like meg the stallion is definitely like mc level of rapping she's not just a rapper um like she i feel like meg the stallion even though she is kind of in that lane of uh fucking niggas face music per se she she's top tier mc quality like young and Meg and nikki i think like she really is even if you if you feel like even if you feel she makes she's making the same type of music or she's staying in one lane Meg she does have potential to be like real mc stature you know what i mean but anyways we've already had that conversation um i like the video because like yeah it's a lot of ass shaking but you know what and the thing is it's a lot of ass shaking but i will give meg the 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 um what you call it the point uh the points of choreography like She does a lot of ass shaking in her music videos, but she does have great choreography between her dancers. Like they actually do moves and dance moves and they actually do dance. So I I definitely respect it. Um, Fun video. If y'all haven't seen the video, I think you should watch it. It's hilarious. Um, Shaking their ass over a crotchety old white senator. It's fucking hilarious. And, you know, the funny part is, y'all y'all know I gotta get political for a second. One of my YouTube feminists that I watch for Harriet, she had a whole discussion on Meg Thee Stallion and her point to feminism. I don't think it's that deep. Um, but anyways, that's a whole different thing. Um, but she did make the point that, you know, it would have been way more interesting for Meg to challenge the sentiment of taking the word thoughty or hoe back from people within her own community, i.e. black people, instead of old white people, because it's a harder conversation to have, calling out your own people's for respectability politics and shit like that and i'm talking about real respectability politics not petty ass bonnet shit not petty ass shit like walking in your pajamas i'm talking about real respectability politics like me having an artistic expression of having tattoos or shaking my ass around town when i'm in the mood of having fun off the clock is not the same as fighting the urge to wear pajamas in public like totally different things so I'm not even gonna go there I went there on my last podcast y'all already know how I feel about it um but anyways great video um cool um 
I kind of came to the realization though. I'm a, you know what this podcast should be about taking swipes at golden cows. I love doing that. But, and here goes the first one of the conversation. I kind of like City Girls' album from last year better than Meg Thee Stallion's debut album. Like, I'm, so my baby, uh, he spends Thursdays with his dad because that's the day in the middle of the week his dad has off. And so I be using Thursdays to listen to my hoochie music. Um, cause I can't listen to pussy talks with a little baby boy in the car. Like that's the whole terrible thing. Um, so I use my little free time on Thursdays to really like listen to my thoughty shit and be a whole ass hood right in the car. Um, and I was listening to pussy talk by city girls featuring Doja Cat and, and I, and then broke niggas came on and I'm sorry, but like, I really, like, broke niggas don't deserve no pussy definitely lives rent-free in my head more than, like, movies per se. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, and, and you know what? To give Meg the Stallion some slack, I kind of feel like she pulled a Lupe fiasco with her album, to be honest. Because you can't drop fever and sugar as like you're like two dope ass mixtapes can't collab your ass off with young Dolph and maxo cream and gucci man and then put out a mid-tier album and i remember when she had the whole thing with her record label and she was and you know politics of that came out where she was only tied to her label for one album a aka her debut album I'll, I'll I guess I'm guessing to say um and it kind of made me think like maybe she's pulling a lupe and if it and for y'all who don't know I, and don't take my 100% word this I just think this happened um Back in the day, Lupe Fiasco, pretty pretty dope rapper. Um, he was really tied up in his deal, his record label deal. And what happened was he he was he was looped up in it, and he wanted to get out of it. And of course, they didn't let him out of it and shit like that. So he released like a whole bunch of bullshit under his deal. Because like I think how it works sometimes is that in your in your record deal you have to like produce a number of albums under the label, and then you can like be, you know exit out your contract or redo it or whatever. So that I think that's what Lupe did um, was like he released a whole bunch of bullshit under the label, but what he did was he released like all his dope shit as mixtapes. Um, because he didn't want the label, he was being petty and didn't want the label to profit off of his dope shit. He was like, fuck y'all, y'all can get the bullshit, but I'm gonna release the dope shit as mixtapes. Also, in a more recent thing, Chance the Rapper did something similar. He released, um, the coloring book for free. 
like and literally just made all profit from the performances and the concerts and the promos and stuff but the coloring book was free to stream amazing album by chance the rapper by the way totally deserved that grammy i don't i like that was one of the best albums i probably have heard and you know what i don't even give it that much credit and i should because that's like one of those albums you can play non-stop uh without skipping um you know not too many people can have ty dollar signs trifling ass sing gospel i'm just I'm just telling it like this. Yeah, Future, uh, fucking 2 Chainz and Wayne. Like, yeah, that was... the color, Chance the Rapper's coloring book was one of the most solid albums of hip-hop and wholesome at that. That's that's really hard to accomplish of making a wholesome-ass hip-hop album with no cursing, with gospel at that. Yeah, Chance the Rapper definitely gets a lot of brownie points, as I digress. So I, I feel like Meg, she, that album was kind of mid-tier because maybe she just wanted out of her contract and I don't know, or maybe she just, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm the oddball out the conversation. Um, but yeah, so, but I, I definitely think I like City Girls' album better than Good Music. So that's my first swipe at a golden cow because people going to be, I know people be like, what Meg is definitely a better rapper. I did not say the city girls rap better than Meg. I just said collectively their bodies of work. I prefer city girls. Like their shit's a little more turnt, like and catchy. Like it is like, I don't know. How broke niggas don't deserve no pussy is not a mantra. Like, <laughs> and then there's something about Young Miami's voice that I just love with her little ratchet ass. Like, I love it. Anyways, um, so here's and then here's the tea with Meg Thee Stallion because y'all know I'm all obsessed with this whole Tory Lanez thing. Um. So she went back. So recently, she's been going back and forth with the baby, who people be calling her work husband and shit because <laughs> they collab a lot. Um, because the baby recently released a uh, song with Tory Lanez and video and shit, and it happens to be a video that was like. What ha so let me take y'all back. What happened was Tory Lanez, like a while back, like a couple months back when, you know, still being in the smoke from the incident he had with her of shooting her allegedly um, or shit, firing a gun in her direction, whatever the case is. Um, he said that the, him and the baby, Tory said this, by the way, him and the baby were dropping an album and so she got on Twitter or whatever and was like, nah, you clowns, that shit ain't cleared. You ain't dropping no shit. And da 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 Right? And, you know, people was like, yeah, you get them, girl. Yeah. And me being a slightly more mature woman, knowing niggas, was like, ooh, that's going to backfire on you, like, really bad. And and I'll tell you why. And hopefully somebody can learn a lesson from this. 
in my experience, here's a little tip. Don't two don't two things. Number one, don't don't brag on a nigga's pockets. Or don't don't call out somebody's pockets. Either way, broke or rich. Because you never know what the real situation is. Like it's it's kind of like don't watch nobody's pockets. Like don't watch my pockets thinking I got money. Don't watch my pockets thinking I don't have money. Don't ever watch people's pockets or call out people's pockets because you're going to get embarrassed one way or another. Same thing goes for a nigga's actions. Don't ever call out a nigga's actions. Don't brag on a nigga. Don't um, underestimate or embarrass your nigga. Like, it's the same thing. Like, do not call out niggas' actions because niggas are their own entity and they will do whatever the fuck they please no matter how hard you think they're riding for you. And it can backfire or it can make you look good. You're never going to fucking know. So it's better just to be low key about you and your niggas relationship. And I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about romantic partners, business partners, whatever the case is. Do not air out some shit that you do not know for sure. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. Um, she spent all that time hooping and hollering about Tory Lanez and the baby's feature, and they sat here and released it a couple months later. And now, and to add salt to the wound, the baby ended up like retweeting or liking some shit. He claims it was a glitch, but nigga, shut the fuck up. You thought that shit was funny. Um, just be honest about it. He ended up like retweeting or re-liking some shit uh, that some random nigga posted like, oh, the baby and Tori both be shooting niggas and now got a feature like y'all niggas wild. And he re-liked that shit or retweeted it or, and liked it and she and Meg the Stallion got all of her feelings. And it's like, sis, like, I don't know why nobody told you not to sit there and try to air out that nigga like that. Like... He's his own person. Like, he, that nigga don't even, like... And, and then it, and it was funny. Not funny, but I'm laughing because I knew. Like, I knew that she was going to get embarrassed. And it's like, if people sat here... And, it, and it's just simple math. Like, if they didn't cancel Chris Brown, if they didn't cancel R. Kelly until 20 years later, um... They don't cancel half of the music industry for doing way worse shit than having a bullet ricochet off of something and hitting somebody. They ain't gonna cancel Tory. Now, I'm not even, I don't even have a biased opinion. I don't even like Tory Lanez like that. I'm just speaking facts of the situation. Like, niggas don't care about females that much for one. They don't care about black women for one, for two. And number three, you, you, you can't call out somebody's music industry business moves. Like, half of these motherfuckers don't even have control over their shit. So he might, 
he probably very well may have not even like cleared it or had the power to not clear it or not and it and it was by somebody's own hand that the song got cleared so you can't sit there and say oh that song ain't even cleared you ain't shit da -da 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 -da. and here you are looking goofy that they got a whole music video and a song hitting the charts and you was mad as hell like months ago now looking even crazier so it's like sis I wish she didn't do that. I really didn't because I knew that the, I, I knew the song was going to come out sooner or later. Like if he put it out there that the song was going to come out, it's going to come out at some point. Like, yeah, you have no control over that. You're not that big yet, sis. Like you, you cool, but you ain't that big yet. If they couldn't cancel Chris Brown over Rihanna, who arguably is a bigger spotlight in, in the equivalency of where Meg is now and where Rihanna was with her incident with Chris Brown, Rihanna was definitely bigger. And if they didn't cancel Chris Brown for her, and, and, and Tori's definitely not even as big as Chris Brown, then, yeah, it's, it's not, you ain't running the shots that well. Um, but yeah, so the song got cleared, some the baby liked a little uh backhanded joke and so now she and her man paradise fontaine is uh going back and forth with the baby and i honestly i'm sorry but that shit was funny as hell because the baby is a whole damn fool because i know deep down inside he don't give no fucks because he was like saying silly ass shit to her he was like i don't even go back and forth with my bitches like real shit though and uh he just had he just be having danny lay look stupid uh with her little yellow bone self and uh what you call it um and she was really going back and forth with this nigga over this and it's like sis this is making you look so childish like come on now come on now and i get it it's the principle of the matter because she was like you sitting here supporting me behind the scenes and then want to get on ig and like some shit like i get it like i I've, i'd be the type of nigga to call him out too i ain't even gonna front on her like that but at the same time, I ain't, I'm a nigga that ain't got shit. Like, I got the time to call out fucking backstabbing ass people. And I don't even have, I don't even, I honestly don't even have the time now as an average ass person. Like, I'm trying to work on that my damn self. Like, working on not calling out people over petty shit. Like, I, I really don't. Um, you know, so it's kind of like this girl this ain't even worth it like this ain't even worth it and um yeah you just can't you don't ever put like don't ever uh what's the term be braggadocious over a nigga's shit or a nigga's pockets because you just never know so i hope she learned her lesson as a as a woman to woman, I really hope she learned her lesson for this. 
from this because now she looks silly like lo like low-key she looks kind of silly for that shit because i because it's like that probably that shit probably ain't even in his own control like your music ain't even in your control half the time so what this nigga gone what this nigga got um what you call it and uh what do you want so you know Ugh. but that that's all for that it was just I, i'm just still waiting to see this whole i think a lot of people are just waiting to see how this whole thing still plays out with their court dates and everything um you know because i don't know she got that that gun was out for some reason and whether he intended to shoot her intentionally or he had it out for whatever reason and then it went off or whether he shot her or not i don't know poor baby girl got shot so we got to figure something out um on to the next topic next swipe at a golden cow so trick daddy a southern rapper from miami been in the game for a while has some cult classics like um i'm a thug and jump on the dick um and sugar um, he recently literally yesterday said that beyonce couldn't sing and jay-z was pretty much a um how do you say it was pretty much a pseudo big not not literally but a pseudo biggie just because because he said like he only big because the head nigga in new york died that shit made me laugh because there's a little truth to that and let nas tell you shit like nas called it all the way out on ether like ugh. but um shout out to the virgo god um but he he was saying Beyonce couldn't sing. And it's just like, I see so much Beyonce heat. Now, I'm not in the beehive super deep. But I love me some Beyonce. So, I, I don't know. You ain't just gonna talk about my girl like that. But everybody is entitled to their opinion. Now, what I think is interesting, and what I think a lot of people who have got their feathers fluffed up a little bit is they're not take and I, and I just had to think like why would trick daddy take a swipe at a golden cow like that and not to call Beyonce a cow but y'all in, in case y'all don't know where that figure of speech came from it's 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 a figure of speech in biblical what sense like uh, the golden cow was the idol that the Israelites were worshiping while they were waiting for Moses to come down from the mountain. So, uh, and this is why he broke the first 40, what's the, oh Lord, the first 10 commandments. And then he had to go back up and get another set. So when I say take a swipe at a golden cow, I'm taking a swipe at people's idols and icons and shit. So that's what I mean by it. But anyway, um, I think he just said that because, uh, you know, his level of singing is his perception of a good singer is probably different because of his age and where he's from. Like, 
I could see a Southern person, an older Southern person saying Beyonce can't sing because if you're older and you're from the South, you're probably, your ears are probably more tuned to that heavier gospel, booming, loud uh, vocal range than just singing normal keys like like I I, I can kind of see why people feel that Beyonce can't sing that's why I don't get super upset when people do say it I think she can sing just fine I hear her vocal range here and there but I can see why people don't feel like she can sing. Like, I do see it. Because she doesn't have the most, the strongest voice. She has a strong voice, but I do feel that maybe her voice does come off as like maybe a little like basic in a sense. Um, but Beyonce, the thing is, Beyonce is well-roundedly talented. Like, she can sing, and she can dance, and she can perform, and she looks good, and she has, now that she has the freedoms and the maturity, she has, her artistic vision is totally in a different, like, is on a totally different level than it was before, pop-wise. Like, her artistic expression is is super crazy now that she's older and she has more of that freedom. So I can appreciate Beyonce for other things, not just her singing. Um, so that's why it's kind of like, why are you even going to go there, Trick Daddy? But I can see why people feel like she can sing because her voice is a little basic compared to others and she doesn't have a very strong vocal range like her vocal range is a is she she's in a in a a category of like maybe i don't know fuck i don't know who you can compare her her vocal range is more like with the um Ugh, it's hard to say, but like, I like I now don't kill me, but like Anne Marie or maybe like you know her sister Kelly Rowland, like like that like that's like the range she's at to me like it it's just basic not to say that it's bad a bad basic it's a great basic but it's a basic line because she ain't there with the super unorthodox voices like Fantasia or Keisha Cole and then she ain't there with the I'll call them little bluebirds like Sierra or um Aaliyah or um you know Mariah Carey who just hits who 
hit those notes on a little higher scale. And I'm not a professional by any means. This is just the fucking average ass ear. I'm just trying to articulate it the best way that I can with the little choir knowledge that I have. Um, you know, she she's not like a little bluebird singing, tweeting all over the place and tweet. Um, but, you know, she has her bass line. Like, you know, she has a basic vocal range. Um, and she's, but, and then she's not as elegant as like a Jill Scott or like a Floetry, you know, she doesn't have that super, super elegant voice. She's not booming as Jasmine Sullivan, like, you know, she, like Jasmine Sullivan probably can get Beyonce a run for her money on the vocal range low key. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're she's not the best singer but she's great so it's kind of like yeah um jay-z i can kind of agree with trick daddy on his sentiments to me jay-z ain't the most prolific rapper and i know even my own nigga would probably slap slap me for saying it not literally but Per, and, and then you know and this is my personal opinion because my ears are I, my musical my rap ears are definitely more in tune to southern beats and west coast rap like I, I there's only so much New York rap I can take honestly like anything west of Louisiana I'm listening to it like it's rare uh, or Atlanta, maybe. E- even Atlanta is... Ah, there's only so much Atlanta hip-hop I can listen to. Um, but, you know, I grew up with that. So, I I, fi- I do feel some type of way about Jay-Z always getting the accolades he gets. Um, but it's... At this point, you know, it's all about preferences and opinions and uh, subjectiveness. So, but I do, if you're going to ask my personal opinion, I don't know. I don't think Jay-Z, I, I, and I don't know, and maybe... I don't know. It's hard because I do have a love-hate relationship with Jay-Z because, I mean, I'm not saying he's, and once again, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve the accolades he gets, but I'm not playing Jay-Z shit on repeat. Like I'm playing Outkast. Like I'm playing, um, you know, who, who would be a good comparable like Pac like um even Nipsey to a premature degree like mm, like um I even think Method Man is a little bit more lyrical than Jay-Z like in terms if we want to talk about New York rappers you know like I just, I mean, I can't, I, I guess it's by default that Jay-Z gets the crown because he's been relevant for so long, but 
I don't got much of Jay-Z on repeat. Like, I don't got no full collections of Jay-Z on repeat. Now, I do have a few sentimental things about Jay-Z. Um, I won't get into it, because, yeah. But, you know, I got my sentiments about Jay-Z on a personal note. But on a, on a regular day, when I'm not listening to Kevin Gates, Jay-Z ain't really on my to listen list to be honest like but that's just my ear that's just my ear i i gravitate to a totally different sound totally different content totally different feel um i did like 444 i mean cool i like reasonable doubt um you know yeah that's it So, Trick Daddy's entitled to his own opinion for taking swipes at the Golden Cows. You know, I I wouldn't be all in an uproar about it. And and then he's from Miami, too. So, he's got a whole different, like, cultural outlook when it comes to music. Like, you know, I, I am curious on who he does prefer, though. I didn't hear that part of the interview. So maybe I gotta look into that to see what the alternatives were. Cause that's part of it too. You can't just be, t- and like, that's the problem I have a little bit with like hip hop gatekeepers and people who wanna critique popular people or popular artists. Now I will admit that once, even myself, when, a, when an artist starts to get oversaturated I do kind of start to not like them or I hear more flaws in their shit. Like, I've learned that about myself. Like, even with Meg Thee Stallion, now that she's very saturated in the market, it's very easy for me to pick at her than, like, when she was kind of semi-underground with her mixtapes. And I'm trying to check myself on that. And that's why I try to give her her points where they're rightfully due. The same thing with Nikki when I was younger. Like, she was very saturated in the market. And it was very easy for me to go, fuck that shit. Like, she's Lil' Kim's clone. But now that she's not as saturated in the market, it's like... I can't appreciate when I do hear her. Plus, she's a little more mature now. So, there's that. Um, so, I, I get how it happens. But at the same time, I can always give credit where credit is due. I've always given Nikki, even though I didn't like her early work, I always gave her her credit for Roman's Revenge, for Moment for Life, for Itty Bitty Piggy, for... Um, What's another one? Uh, what's another one? Uh, Monster. <sighs> Monster is forever iconic. Anyways. Um, but some people just be hating just to be hating. Like, I saw, there was a whole thread on one of the groups I follow on Facebook about how people just be hating on Drake. And it's like... Shut the fuck up. Drake is consistent as a motherfucker. Like, if you if you cannot like Drake if he don't hit your ears, that's fine. But that that's personal. Like, <laughs> that shit ain't absolute fact. Like, I'm sorry. 
I'm not even gonna go to his older shit. I'll talk about his new shit. Like, fucking nonstop is my shit. I don't care how basic it sounds. Saying that I'm light-skinned, but I still act like a dark nigga is the most hilarious fucking line and the hardest shit at the same time I've ever fucking heard. That shit goes off on and it was and it was fun and I find that line so funny because one time one of my homegirls was like why like I was on some other shit one day I was just going off and she was like you sound like a real dark skin nigga right now and for it, it just made me laugh because I'm not even light skin I'm in between I'm red to a degree like fucking reddish tones and shit I'm in between I'm brown brown red but that shit made me laugh because it's like I'm not dark or light skin. So when you call me a dark skin, it's like why like <laughs> it was it was just it was just one of those cultural jokes where you just play into the fucking stereotypes like whatever. We're not it's not that deep, but it, it was funny. So I think about that every time I hear Drake's song nonstop. Plus I saw that nigga in concert. I lost my shit. And then I realized I'm a bigger Drake fan than I thought I was because when he showed up at the ASAP Rocky concert that I went to, shout out to my homegirl Liz, I went with her. I lost my fucking mind when Drake came out. I ain't gonna lie. I was hype as fuck because it's like, I get to see Drake for free? Hell yeah, I'm gonna be hype as shit. Like, that shit was dope. Anyways, as I digress, yeah, people just be hating on people popular, more popular than their favorite artists. And that's what I can't get with. Like, don't be mad because your favorite artist ain't in the market and oversaturated. Like, we all have our artists that we wish can get more recognition. I get it. But I'm not going to hold that to the popular artists. Like, am I upset that Young and May doesn't get the credit she deserves? Hell fucking yes. But that doesn't mean I'm going to shit on Meg Thee Stallion, who's just as up to par with her lyrical abilities, despite the content. Because Young and May be talking about her same old bullshit, too. Like, pussy money weed. Like, she be on that shit, too. So, it's just kind of like, everybody got they lane. You know, you don't have to shit on the popular person just because you're mad that your person isn't on the charts like you want them to be. Um, so that's why it's just kind of like, stop with that childish ass gatekeeping shit. Like, fuck out of here. Like, you know, and it, it comes into desirability politics as well. Like, shit's okay when it's a girl like Megan talking, Meg Stallion talking about eating pussy and trying shit, but a fucking butch like Young and May talking about eating pussy is a whole different mood. Like, <laughs> It's all desirability politics. It's all um, patriarchy, yada, 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 yada. So it ain't their fault, okay? So don't even, let's not even be childish about the conversation. If you like your artist, if you want your artist to get their recognition that they deserve, bump their shit, stream their shit, share their shit, okay? That's what you got to do. Um, You know... Talk about them all the fucking time. Like, stand them. Like, stand them until you fucking can't stand them anymore. Like, fuck out of here. It ain't Meg Thee Stallion's fault. Like, that young M.A. ain't on the charts. Like, I honestly... And you know what? I think... You know who I would like to see do a pair-up? I would like to see... 
I was just thinking about it the other day. I would like to see who was it that I was thinking about? Who was it? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. I, I, I can't think about it right now. But, you know, at, as the fans, we have the power to, like, promote what we like. If you think that there, if Trick Daddy thinks that there is better singers than Beyonce, he needs to fucking, fucking promote them. Like, he's Trick Daddy, for goodness sakes. Like, promote them like you promoted Trina. Like, you got Trina on the billboards. You know what I mean? Back in the day, like, uh, so, you know, do that. But, anyways, um... What do you call it? Yeah, don't be mad because your favorite artist ain't popular. Like, that's just some petty-ass shit. And people, I, I hate the fact that people be flexing, like, that when they don't know who people perceive as popular, they people think it's a flex to not know. It's like hipster shit, like, thinking, like, hipster shit is a flex, like, Nobody cares that you don't know who Future or Migos or 21 Savage is. Like, that's not a flex. Like, that just means you're one of two things. Either one, you're just stuck in the old school ways. Or two, you do know who they are and, you, and you're just being corny trying to make it seem like you're too cool to know who these new age rappers were because you're stuck in your old ways. Like, you can like new rap and old rap. I don't know who told people that they can't like both mutually. Like, and given, like, for example, Kodak, 21 Savage, and Lil Uzi, both sick all three have significantly improved since they were quote-unquote freshmen like their content is totally on a different level like 21 savage be on features with j cole like j cole brings 21 savage on his features regularly like they got a grammy together technically like look where they are now Uzi got a whole album with Future. Like, even J. Cole wanted to bring a young NBA on the tra- NBA young boy on the track. Um, I don't know if he ever got it. I just saw like that nigga didn't show up to the studio session, like a little ass kid. But I don't know. I gotta. I, even, I haven't even had the chance to like listen to J. Cole's new album. I'll fucking try to listen to that maybe one of these days. Um, no shade. I just be busy and I can't focus. I can barely watch a movie with the baby. Like, I'd be, like, so preoccupied with him. Um, so it should have kind of, like, cut that shit out. That shit is corny. Like, talking about how much you don't like new school rap. And it's, like, new school rap isn't just the quote-unquote mumble rappers. Like, for example, like, technically, Gavin Gates is new compared to, like, you know, like, what we were listening to in middle school and shit, uh, J. Cole is new school, Kendrick Lamar is new school, like, um, who else, fuck, um, uh, yeah, so, you know, 
just be open to some shit. And if you want your favorite artist to get on the billboard, promote them. But I gotta go. It was lovely talking to y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time or until some crazy shit pops off. Uh, Stay safe. Be healthy. You know, be cool. Promote your favorite artist. And take care. Bye.